get your smoke on, I get your chill on. Let's get these conversations on. Crawling on moms and anybody who's living life. The Pop Moms Podcast is here. Talking all things cannabis with a mama twist, like a freshly rolled hemp joint infused with a bit of that, a bit of this. It's all part of the experience of life. Thanks for tuning in. You ready to begin? And welcome to the PMP. Pop Moms Podcast. The Pop Moms Podcast. It's on. The Pop Moms Podcast. It's the Pop Moms Podcast. Oh, it's on. Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Pop Moms Podcast. I'm your host, Kate, and you're listening to the Pop Moms Podcast. Pop Moms rule. Totally, totally. So, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We're excited that you're here. We are a podcast that is dedicated to debunking the myth that smoking pot is bad. We like to support the idea that moms, parents, people, anyone who smokes pot are not bad moms, parents, or people. We're not. We're awesome because we have a really great outlet for our anxieties, our stresses. We have a way to boost our creativity, and it's all in the name of something that grows in the ground. So that's super cool. Um, Let's give it a round of applause for that. A big old clap. The reason that people smoke pot differs from person to person. Some people smoke pot because of anxiety or pain management. Some people smoke pot to unwind. Oh my God, they do. You're right. Some people smoke pot to feel funky and that's okay too. Um, Some people smoke pot for inspiration um, and to get just feeling creative. But regardless of the reason, we're vulnerable and confident enough to admit it. And we're smart enough to smoke it. This episode is centered largely around the concept of the dance. No, not that really fun samba you've been taking lessons on on the weekends or the new flamenco that is coming out which I don't really think new versions of those dances come out they're pretty they're pretty traditional at that point but anyways um the dance that I'm talking about is the dance that we all enter into when we are starting to get to know someone Um, someone that we think we might like to smoke pot with or at least let them see the person that we more or less really are in our free time. So we might meet this person at daycare drop-off or the carpool lane. You might meet at work or through a friend of a friend. You might meet at the checkout lane at Target or they might be the person that waxes your armpits. But regardless of how your paths cross, The stakes are higher than a blind date. You finally found someone worthy of hanging out with, kicking it with, being the less adult version of yourself with. And as an adult and a parent, this can be few and far between. Does she? Would she? Could she? Would she judge me if I do? All thoughts that race through your head as you think of an opportunity to gauge the situation and proceed forward. Now, don't get me wrong, you do not have to smoke pot to be my friend. That is not a prerequisite. You do, however, need to find your own personal best way to unwind. And all that I ask is that you be open-minded about my choices. So the other day, I went ahead and I put this to, t- to test. 
So um, I was at a playground in Seattle and I met with some of the parents that my kids have played soccer with, played soccer against, played baseball with. Um, one of the people that was there was actually one of the coaches. And um, the other is a mom that I see all the time. I see her at the bus stop almost every day. Her kid is friends with my kid. They both have been over to each other's houses. Actually, our little kid, our, um, my daughter and her son are really good friends. Um, so that's a situation where I really appreciate the friendship and the thought of losing potential trust or, you know, just you don't want anyone to doubt your parenting. And so that was kind of big on my mind when... Um, you know, kind of letting people know that I was starting this podcast. So it just so happened that, you know, as I'm in the process of getting ready to record this show, um, she had asked about it. I had kind of mentioned on social media that I was starting a podcast. And so she has, she said, you know, that podcast that you were talking about, what's it about? And um, this was a really big fuck it moment. I've had a couple of them this week. Um, things that are scary are like putting out that you use recreational, recreational, um, products for medicinal or recreational purposes. And so in this case, telling her that my podcast is about moms who smoke pot and parents who smoke pot and showing that that's normal and every day, you know, there's kind of that moment of apprehension where you just don't know what they're going to think. And I mean, we were in a group that could have gone horribly bad. Um, I'm so happy to report that as soon as the words left my mouth, not only did I feel better, but she perked up right away and was like, girl, I totally smoke too. And so it was a really cool moment kind of having that first little dance about talking about smoking pot and using cannabis um, to, I don't know, maintain your sanity. And I'm not saying that that might be why she does. It's definitely why I do. Um, but it was really refreshing to just see everyone kind of like, it's not that they're sh um, sure their proverbial shoulders just like dropped, you know what I mean? When you kind of drop into a more comfortable situation. But I really, really saw that as we kind of started talking like, oh man, yeah, this one time and you know, this is how I do it. Here are the kind of strains that I like. So I really enjoyed having those first conversations with these parents who, you know, weren't total strangers to begin with. But they were people that I wasn't super close with, but I just feel like I can be a little bit more myself. So um, in doing some of the research that I started doing for um, this particular show, um, I started Googling some of the questions that you can ask. What are some good questions or what are some good ways, some good tactics to be able to kind of bridge that first topic of do you smoke pot? Will you hate me if I do? Because really those are the only two most important <laughs> questions when you're trying to find out whether or not someone partakes um, is please don't judge me. Please be open to what works for me. And then also um, just don't hate me if you don't like the idea of it. Um, so, you know, there's that. So, um, what I'm going to talk with, I'm going to get Paul over here again, and, um, we're going to go ahead and go through the nine ways that was suggested to subtly ask someone if they smoke cannabis by herb.co. So we're going to go ahead and review those and see how plausible we think that they are in terms of being able to use them in real life situations 
um, that apply to our everyday lives. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come right back and we'll hop right into those questions. Make sure to go over to uh, whatever site you're streaming this off of. Give us a review. Uh, hit that subscribe button and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening. It's Kate and Paul with the Pop Moms podcast. PMP and the Hizzy. So here we are. Um, we're going to go over, um, we kind of alluded to it in the handoff, but um, Herb ran an article in August that included nine ways to subtly ask someone if they smoke weed. And I like that they included the word subtle in the title because I go off and I'm going to give a little uh, a little spoiler here and these are not subtle. <laughs> I know, um, right? It's, it's a bad choice and uh, adjective there. So let's kind of go through one by one uh -uh. their suggestions and we'll weigh in with how we think. So the first one, do you smoke? Uh, yes. It's like innocent <laughs> enough, right? But it could very quickly lead to a confusing situation um, involving cigarettes. Interestingly enough, quick side note story, uh, that is how I started smoking weed. <laughs> Someone thought you were looking for cigarettes, and then yep. you're like, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I was actually, I had run into my cousin I hadn't seen in uh, a few years, uh, and um, he asked if I smoked, and I thought he was talking about cigarettes, and at that time I did. And I said, yeah. And I said, do you want some? And he goes, oh, no, I have some. Uh, come on by my place. Uh, that matter of fact, you should come on by my place tonight and hang out. Like right <clears throat> around 420. Yeah, it's only to click. <laughs> That's awesome. So did you guys hang out? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was great. I'll save that for the uh, for the for, for the surprise first episode. Awesome. Okay, so let's see. Um, the second one is, do you know Mary Jane? Ooh. So like, okay, it depends on the age Mary group. Jane. Right? Like, but a lot of cute little kids are named Mary Jane right now. True. And if you're asking this at school, like, they might just be thinking that you're thinking about Mary Jane Bobbins or someone. You know, like That's some true. little kid. And you're like, oh, yeah, she's friends with my son. And then you're like, whoa. You know, because it's like, <laughs> wait, hold on. What? <laughs> what do you think about Mary Jane? <clears throat> like, would you ever, like, go up to someone in an adult situation and, and ask that? Um, so, no. Uh, Mary Jane has always uh, been a, a funny vernacular or a, what would they call it? Nickname, I yeah. guess? Um, f for it. <laughs> vernacular. Um <clears throat> The funny thing is, whenever I think of Mary Jane, I think of Rick James, the song Mary Jane. <laughs> oh my God, we're going to have to get it like a funky. I know. That song is very funky. Um, I, I don't think I've ever used Mary Jane legitimately. Um, that is probably more of a generational thing, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. So maybe if you're in an um, old folks' home <laughs> and you're look, looking for. Yeah. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm looking for a. Jane, is there any a Mary Jane available? Raise your hand. <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. So the fourth one. So I'd say we're kind of. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh. We we didn't even get past the second. Oh, yeah. All right, so we're on the third one. Yes. Do you celebrate 420? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so sheepishly sometimes. No, I mean like, would you ask someone that? Oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> Remember we're vetting people? I know. I, know. Like, well, <laughs> I like that you're pretending like I'm asking you these questions. That's great. Let's was, keep going with it. I was putting myself <laughs> in their shoes. Well, yes. Yes, I do. Um, uh, I, have I actually asked somebody to celebrate? I, I, you know, hmm. 
I don't think it's a good no, way. No. I mean, well, so my son mm-hmm. is born on 420. Mm-hmm. And say I'm a really <laughs> staunch not supporter, and I am like, I celebrate it. 420 every year for my son's birthday. You know, like, I don't know. What that, what that, what that translation is. Uh, I have asked, I, I will say that I have uh, asked a couple of people at times if they've ever heard of the 420 holiday. Yeah. In, um, in context, you know, sort of like in a conversational context where I was like, oh, I can make this kind of sound like um, it uh, is just sort of this question like oh I, hey i just heard this term today have you, have you heard this have you heard this uh is there something called a 420 holiday do you know what that is you know that's awesome um okay do you want to know the craziest thing this is a side note but it's sort of related to 420 mm-hmm. okay do you know the symbol the vans symbol yeah that's like the v but it looks like the square root yes and then it has ANS. Yes. If you plug in the square root of ANS on a calendar, on a, on a calculator, it's 420. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Like, oh my God, oh, Vance, like, not shit. only did you have so much street cred before all of this, like, wow. That's just cool. Damn, Vance, going old school. Seriously. All right, so I'm going to also give a spoiler. This is the only one that I think I could actually say with a straight face to Mm. another human being, Mm -hmm. Um, especially in a lot of the situations I find myself, like soccer practice and et cetera. Um, Do you think weed should be legal? So that's interesting because that is a question that uh, I don't – I'm curious if if I would have asked that question or thought of that as a legitimate probing question. A few years ago, maybe, or totally. 10 years ago, right? That's a great point. Because <clears throat> I feel like if you had brought that, if I, you know, like, I feel like if I had brought that up to someone 10 years ago, uh, somewhere other than, let's say, a historically progressive state or something uh, where, you know, cannabis use was pretty much happening sort of anyway, kind of semi-legal, if you will, um, I kind of feel like... Uh, the times that that would come up, it was usually, you know, sort of like a political question or like, you know, I, I want to get into uh, something heavy with you. And so I'm going to ask you about weed because there's usually a, a bigger, you know, agenda to it. Like, you know, I'll parlay into something else or whatever. I like that your voice got super businesslike and serious to talk <laughs> about, like, having it in a real life situation. Guys, I really like to put myself in situations. You can tell. You can tell. It's great. I love it. <laughs> I like that though. Yeah, yeah I don't I, think I that we would have. I think that's a good question. To but I think now. you're right. Like we would have never had that had had that conversation because I mean, when I started smoking it, I never thought it was going to be legal. Like I thought yeah. it was going to be this annoyance throughout. You know, however long I wanted to participate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, you get one point, Herb. All right. <laughs> so number five, do you want to smoke? Like, oh, I feel like that relates to do you smoke? Right. But I would be like, yeah. Maybe you say yeah because then you technically have like dirt on them because they're like offering it. Maybe. Or no, that's right. I'm putting myself in the interviewer spot. Oh, yeah, I would be right. saying, "Do you want to smoke? smoke?" That would mean that I would have league have like cannabis on me near a playground. So I don't know if that <laughs> right. That's true. And like, don't mind all these no smoking uh, signs and children. I'm gonna say that question is purely situational, yep. right? <laughs> All right, we'll give it like a half point. If we were at a cannabis event and you asked if someone wanted to smoke, then I think that that could be a good one. That probably would be. All right, moving on to number six. Um, so it's what's your favorite strain? Oh, yeah. How do you feel about that? Like, would you ever ask a person on the bus on your commute home? 
maybe you saw him a couple weeks in a row and you're like, hey, dude looks like a cool guy. That, that, that's a really interesting question because what's your favorite strain? I guess it, if I almost feel like there's no way I would ask that. Yeah, <laughs> that's like an intimate question. That's Very being much like, so. What kind of panties do you wear? Right. That's a, that's like if I was that's like if I was having a question with my buddy was like, I was like, yeah, man. Oh, you know what? Let me ask you this question real quick. What's your favorite strain, by the way, dude? Let me see if I got it. You know, like yeah. That's what I would expect. Not. Oh, hey, nice to meet you. Uh, what's your favorite strain? Right. <laughs> A weird one. All right, moving on to seven. Mm. I think we have one and a half points for Herb in terms of these being feas- feasible <laughs> things to ask a stranger yeah, or someone you don't know very well. I think we're being generous too. Yep, yep. <laughs> I give them a solid one. Um, okay, so can I borrow a lighter? Um, the classic. Um, You're like, no, bro, I bait. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Actually, that might that might be a. I suppose that would be a legitimate question because I suppose I could open that door like. Can I borrow a lighter? lighter? But what if you just lit a candle? <laughs> You're like, cool, thanks. <laughs> the outside needed some aromatherapy. I'm gonna start doing that. Just let's uh, we'll, just we'll start a wet. Yeah, we'll we'll do it of us just going around asking for a lighter and then lighting a candle. Um, what if it was like a cannabis scented candle? That'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think the question what they should do is. Uh, Herb's missing on a golden opportunity. It should be, you ask someone if you can borrow a lighter, they give you a lighter, you light an incense stick, <laughs> you start burning it, then you pull out a joint, light the joint, and they go, hey, you want to hit? Yeah, <laughs> and you right? give back the lighter. Here you go. That's a really obscure way that we could figure out. I think we got to put some of these to, we'll have like a 2.0 episode of like putting some of these into action, mm-hmm. and we'll see what, what people say. Um, okay, <laughs> let's see. Moving on to eight. Um... This one really could just get really deep real quick. <laughs> Why do you think people smoke pot? Um, would you say that to somebody? You know what? Maybe I wouldn't phrase it exactly like that, but I, I would give that a le- legitimate yes. Okay, so if we give a half point for why do you think people smoke pot and mm-hmm. a half point for uh, do you want to smoke, then we have a full one with do you think weed should be weed should be legal? And so mm-hmm. they get two two points. Two points. They're two out of good. nine. Uh huh. Um, okay. So then the last one, pretty good, which is um, the most obscure, I think. Um, it says want a match. Whoa. So and do you know the history behind it? No. You don't. Uh huh. Okay. So um, it's not actually about like a match or a physical match. It's like I'll smoke a bowl with you. You smoke a bowl with me. Oh, bowl match. Oh, Isn't that kind of cool? That's I didn't cool. know what it I meant, know so that. I had to look it up. Okay. So if I'm wrong, and if it actually means something else, please let us know, because I don't want the wrong I don't really, Everybody's going to be wrong. <laughs> and I don't want to spread that. <laughs> People are going to randomly ask you if you want to match, and it turns into this whole thing. <laughs> so these are the best ones I could find, and they're kind of garbage. Um, I couldn't imagine really saying any of these, aside from the ones that we gave 1.2 and half points to. Um, with a straight face. Um, I don't think that they would work for carpool lane or anywhere outside, anywhere other than like outside of a crowded bar or maybe like a really rural family reunion. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, um, listen up as I ask a few friends how they would choreograph this conversation. And we'll be back. See you. So, up next. I've got another guest that we're going to go ahead and speak to, um, the beloved Leaf Simmons. 
um, is one of my friends, and that's her code name because we're not able to introduce her as her real name on the show, which is totally cool. Um, she has a really unique perspective on the dance and how she kind of starts bridging that gap for um, whether or not you want to have that conversation with people. Um, so go ahead and listen up, and then we'll be back with more fun stuff. Take it away, Kate. All right, great handoff, Kate. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Um, we're here. I'm Kate um, with the Pop Moms Podcast, and I am sitting here with my friend. Her name is Leif Simmons. Leif, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. It's Friday. Friday night, and we're here to party. I got shit to do. <clears throat> okay, so I have a question for you. How do you start talking with people about cannabis when you don't know if they smoke or not? Well, I think that's all dependent on who you're asking. Yep. Like, what kind of group you're in and how old you are. Like, back in college, you'd just get on a bar stool and shout, like, who's got the weed? Right. And now that you're grown, you can't do that anymore. So... I mean, I don't bring it up if I know that these people have anything to do with the professional world that I live in, but if it's outside of that, I, I'm lazy. I wait for them to bring it up. Okay, so you're more of like a pacifist about it. You're just like, I'm going to have someone ask me to smoke weed, and I'm just going to keep smoking my own weed alone yes. until <laughs> they ask me to smoke with them. Yeah, dude, because I'm totally fine, like lighting up a joint and just watching a movie maybe i'm just like an introverted smoker I, that'd be so funny yeah you're right that makes total sense yeah. see i'm like the opposite right I'm maybe like, there's a smoking personality type there could be and it's totally different from your other ones what kind of tests would you do like i don't know i think mine would make me seem like really sad and depressed but it's like you know do you prefer to um ask people for weed or find your own weed or you know what i mean is it is it a topic you bring up is it something that you prefer to do with other people or by yourself yeah you should stop whispering it's very sexy, sorry but I, not, I can't hear you <laughs> i will try to talk with more vibrato okay so hypothetically pick pay me this picture with for for me and the viewers so um you just um, we're at a PTA meeting and, um, the secretary seems like a super cool person. You guys hit it off. You said some jokes about Hamid's Tale or, you know, some other macabre thing. Um, how would you try to work pot into the conversation to see if she was pro or against? Like, knowing that you have the context of your kid probably goes to school with her kid, you could see them in sweatpants walking their dog on the yeah. weekend, like... I think a safe way to bring it up in today's, like, culture is what do you think about the legalization of it? See, see, I'm so happy that you said that because I have been looking up what, like, good questions to see if other people smoke cannabis. And the answers were so outrageous. <laughs> it's like, are you 420 friendly? And But the only one that I said I could probably say with a straight face is, how do you feel about the legalization of marijuana? Yeah. So that seems like out of that list when looking at what's applicable to parents and what's not applicable to parents, that's a good one. Yeah, you kind of <laughs> have to like remove yourself from the situation and make it about you being a passive observer. So like maybe saying, oh, I walked past, you know, these people smoking weed with my kid and I didn't know 
how to explain to them what was going on or what that was when they asked or that's a great call. That's another episode coming up. It's mm -hmm. called How to Talk to Your Kids About Weed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll be a doozy. Right. What's that smell, Mommy? What goes in that shiny machine, Mom? Why do I smell like bomb water? <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for that response. Yeah, thanks uh, Lee, for having thanks me. Thanks for, for coming on, saying what's up, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. We'll kick it back to you, Kate. So that was cool. Thanks, Kate. That was a really great outro. Um, I'm here with Paul, um, and there's really no one else who can appreciate uh, doing your own intros and outros except for Paul. He really appreciates that. Yes. Um, so next up, we're going to have a combo with Simone, um, one of my OG pop moms, on what, how she handles talking about complicated situations um, in her life. Okay. Seriously, these handoffs, though, they are gold. Gold. Hi, Help. Simone. Hi, Kate. Welcome, Sim welcome. Simone is one of my OG pot moms. She's fantastic. And today I'm going to ask her questions about how she handles the dance. So we've been talking a little bit about the dance and how that you meet someone cool and you want to find out if they smoke cannabis. And so you find out how to wait, how to ask them. I think that moms have a very unique perspective on this because certain ways that you can ask, like, are you 420 friendly? Mm. Or like, do you know the green fairy? Or like whatever, <laughs> like some of the ways that people ask, you can't ask that in a carpool lane. So Simone, can you tell us about some of the ways that you've been able to talk with people to find out whether or not they are down to toke? Yeah, okay, so. I think part of my personality is that I, I, so on my Instagram handle, for instance, it says Jamaica Ganja Goddess. And because I've been participating in recreational cannabis since for 22 years, um, I think it's much easier for me to hint around it by saying things like, Oh gosh, like it's like conversations though. It's right, not like Right. Like I feel like humor is a good Right, right. So okay, let's see. So when I was in the corporate world, how did I how did I figure out the people that um gosh, it's it is literally conversations. It it's is. conversations and then it's kind of this well, because of the fact that it is now legal. legal here. The conversation's the, easy because you it's feel like, well, it's legal. Right, <laughs> right. So, okay, for instance, um, one day I went to the yoga studio right after I smoked a J. And one of the, like, marketing coordinator, whatever her title is, comes and gives me a hug. She's like, oh, you know, she didn't even ask if she could give me a hug. She just came and, like, gave me a hug. And I said, oh, BT dubs, I smell like marijuana because I smoke <laughs> cannabis. <laughs> Okay, that is like the quickest path I've ever heard. That's awesome. You know? And so, and then before it was legal, I used to actually have a cannabis ring. So I felt that more people would come up to me. Um, I also grew. So me and my ex, we used to grow together. And so we, I mean, it's legal now. But we used to deal, right? So, right. you know, so I would end up having people... I've always been in the yoga community. I've always worked at a yoga studio um, since I've lived here in Washington, which is now going to be 
Holy smokes, 20 years. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You and the volcano. You guys are both right? in our last episode. We were saying happy birthday to the volcano. So congratulations, Simone. 20 years Thank in Washington. You. That's Thank amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And so so back when it was illegal here, um, the conversations would, would be around my ring. Oh, that's a pretty ring. Isn't it a pretty ring? <laughs> I mean, like, how pretty is it? Right. You know, like, pretty enough for you to partake in it? Right. <laughs> you know? I like that, having, like, a little, like, thing on your body that yeah. kind of, like, kind of leads with it, right? Yeah. And I also used to have dreadlocks. So that was a dead giveaway. That's a conversation starter for... A dead giveaway for... Pro-canna. Yeah. Pro-canna. Everyone. Everyone. Oh, you have dreads? Oh, you know where to get the fire. <laughs> Ask her, where do you get the fire, you know? So I feel as though, and then, like, meeting people through other people yep. is basically how, like, how did we meet? Right. Through other people. Yep. Um, so it's definitely word of mouth. Nowadays, I'm just so, f- like, freely open with it because, A, it has helped me give birth naturally. It has helped me with my depression it helps me with my anxiety um it helps me be a better human being so i'm i'm really really just open with the fact that i am pure all about pro cannabis consumption um marijuana mary jane you know whatever you want to call her she's got all kinds of names um i like that she's feminine right (laughs) yes i like that she's totally feminine i've never she is you know, because the mother plant and, I mean, it's literally the mother plant. You have to have a good mother plant or you can't have little seedlings. There's, right. I mean, you can you can have a, a gross daddy, but you can't have a gross mommy. Like, right. you need to have a good mother plant. She is, yep. she is like mother nature. Right. You know? Right? right. Full circle. Wow. That's so awesome. It's like, it's really interesting because... When I first started doing this podcast, I was so apprehensive about like putting it on like a stu- stupid shit, right? right like right. stupid shit where you can't control your judgment, pe- other people's judgment of ourselves, right? Right, right. Yeah. So like putting it on Facebook that I am the host of this, right? Right. right. Putting it on my LinkedIn, you know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like a clash of cultures. Right. But the biggest thing too is I don't want it to negatively affect my children. Exactly. And it's not my consumption that's right. negatively affecting my children. It is other people's judgment of exactly. it. Exactly. So I just finished coaching soccer. You know, one of my big things is like these kids who have been over to our house or these right. people, these these parents that I've met through coaching and all this stuff, like I don't want them to all of a sudden look at me differently because they have, you know, a, a bigger insight into my life. And that's right. the part about the destigmatization. That's right. the part about breaking the mold right. and like, I did it. I finally did it. And all of my shit online is updated and it is me. And like, it feels really good. Congratulations, like, but it's Kate. people like you, Simone, you know, like, and you're so open and so out, like, you're like, this is me. And if you don't like it, that is not my problem. That is your problem. Like you're constantly telling us as females and moms to not apologize for ourselves. And I think that that is so strong. It really is. We're constantly, constantly, constantly apologizing for our existence as women. Yep. I mean, I don't even know how many times we've said sorry today when we were at the cannabis shop. Oh, my shop. God, I know. <laughs> Shout out. What was the girl's name? Christine, Christine at, at Ruckus. At Ruckus in Seattle. You're getting a super cool shout out. Yep. Um, hopefully we haven't deterred you from talking about the show with all of the tangents that we managed to hit. <laughs> 
in your shop. Um, we just had some of the Mr. Moxie's mints. So oh, love Mr. We're feeling Moxie. so much more centered, so much more chill. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I think part of it is as, okay, so as a black woman, I have had to apologize for my existence. But then as a woman alone, we have to apologize for our existence. So I've recognized that A, I exist, B, I'm a woman, and C, I'm a kick-ass woman. Hell yeah. So why should I apologize for existing in a society that is basically built on the backbones of women? But like, how old are we? How how many years, like, right. I haven't been running with this mindset of right. not apologizing. It was, like, The Curse of the Good Girl, which right. is actually a really great book. But, mm. like, it's, yeah, look into it. Oh, it's, okay. like, the microaggressions in, like, oh. girls that you were raised yeah. to squash. Yeah, yeah. Because we have to apologize for, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll cover oh, that another, in another oh, episode. Oh. But, like, yeah, it's 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 huge. And, and you saying that and keeping on repeating it, you know, in our group chats in real life, like, yeah. it's so cool. Yeah, I have to because I have to remind myself. I have to remind myself not to apologize for right. existing. I have to remind myself that I'm doing a great job, not only with my businesses, but as a mother. Yep. Like, every single, every single one of my friends, once they get pregnant, always come to me. Yep, because you tell it like it is. You know? And people don't do that. The books don't necessarily do that. Right. Even ana- anatomically, anano- what is it? Anatomically, right? Yeah, yeah. Anatom- <laughs> <laughs> we haven't smoked yet, right. so this is why. Right. <laughs> you can know what's going to happen to your body, but that right. has no bar on like what happens to your identity, right. your person, yeah. your norms. Like you're all of a sudden thrust into a situation with like, uh, what, two lines is it now or mm. pregnant not pregnant mm. then all of a sudden your entire world is flipped upside down exactly exactly so. you know and 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 then once i realized that all of my friends i mean because i was one of the first to have a child out of my Me friends too. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all of my friends <laughs> i know okay what are we gonna do yep. um come to me and i'm and and i've been and i smoked pot throughout my pregnancy um, and, and I got the okay from my naturopath to do that. Yep. Um, and my midwives. Um, and I've, I've used cannabis recreationally for 22 years, like I said. So if people like doctors, lawyers, people that have gone to Yale, Penn, Columbia, um, are coming to me for advice, I obviously am doing something right. Right. You know? So this is why we need to destigmatize marijuana because of the fact that it hasn't held me back. If anything, it's helped me become more aware of who I am and the strengths that I have and the weaknesses that I have and be able to say, okay, I need XYZ in order to do ABC. But I also realized that because I'm coming for full disclosure, I'm coming off a week of not smoking. I am, I try it. Because I have an addictive personality, um, I try to detox once a month from almost anything. I I broke it last night and I had kombucha and vodka. But um, on the tail end. you know, I was on the tail end. I was like, "What up? It's cool. I'm ready." Like you know, um, just because I have an addictive personality, that has nothing to do with cannabis. That is me, and in the sense that I don't want to be setting your own boundaries. Right. I don't want to be. And not something you have to rationalize. Right, exactly. <laughs> As you're about to rationalize. <laughs> exactly, see? So, like, you know, so I, um, I, I think that 
Oh, I don't remember. What is our conversation? The dance. The dance. Oh, right. The dance. The finding out. Right. So, so I think that, um, really like maybe it's now because I don't have Judds anymore. Maybe now it's just like, I freely smoke. Um, I, I you don't care what their response yeah, is. Yeah, I don't. Maybe that's the moral. Yeah, dance. yeah. Maybe that is. Like, I don't really care what your response is. I don't care if you look down upon me. Like, I mean, I used to work for one of the biggest tech companies that had S level executive meetings right. every single week, and I was able to be Sounds more. Sounds like Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to be able to hold that down. Right. Way more than half of the men in the room. Right. So. So I think, you know... Who run the world? Right. Women, <laughs> girls, girls. Oh, God, Beyonce. No. Okay. I <laughs> know. Shout out to Beyonce. Right. See, like... Love uh, you, B. You uh, should be on our show. You just, really just should. Potmomspodcast at gmail.com. P-O-T-M-O-M-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com except for minus that last s oh yeah because it's just podcast <laughs> we only have one now but maybe we'll have another one in the future <laughs> <laughs> the pop mom's podcast is here well i feel like we've learned a lot about how people like to have difficult conversations um which i think is a good thing because there really isn't a lot of guidance on how to covertly ask someone if they smoke weed Remember that the key is, is that you think this person is potentially cool enough to smoke weed with, which means they're also probably cool to chill with and not smoke weed with. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah. Because uh, weed doesn't make you cooler. No. It just pulls out, at least in my opinion, it pulls out what's really deep inside of you. The true so you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that was really fun. Uh, I enjoyed getting to listen to those different uh, approaches and um, kind of hear how um, my approach differs from others. Yeah, and how much of it is really just like contextual. Yeah, yeah, and it really is and just situational. A, situation is very true, and just making making a connection, right? Because a lot of times uh, you kind of can feel that maybe there's something there, or there's something if you're actually paying attention to people or noticing who they are, what they do, or what they're into, you might actually kind of notice. Or you might just look like a creeper, yeah. stalker or something. I don't know. That's possible. So you have to be willing to, to come in either way, really. <laughs> that's right. Just just keep take it easy. Take creeper it easy. Keep it breezy. New, yeah, right. Yeah, keep, well, whether keep asking it about cannabis or being a creep. <laughs> yes. Keep it breezy. I think that the rule of thumb is going to be you can go in any situation with either coming out with a restraining order or a new friend to smoke with. So <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Well, we were, we're working on so much content right now that we're really excited about. So um, we're really excited to bring you guys new stuff. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of this uh, journey together. Thank you so much. All right. PMP out. Oops. I totally forgot to plug all of our social media before Paul and I signed off. So um, please follow us on Instagram or Twitter. We are at potmomspodcast.com. Um, no, not potmomspod. For our Twitter and our Instagram handles, it is at potmomspodcast. Our website is www.potmomspodcast.com. 
If you have any questions on sponsorship opportunities, um, we are going to be doing a Christmas wish list. So we are looking for people to partner with now. Please reach out to potmomspodcast at gmail.com. Um, we're also on Facebook and we are on Patreon. Um, sign up to see uh, special content that we won't be having on the normal sites. Um, you can just search for Pot Moms Podcast there. Thank you guys so much for listening. It means the world. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who abused cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.